one. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again, another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Capri Sarah Cody, and we're keeping it geekly with our new guest, James Ferguson. We're here to break down a real slobber knocker issue one. But before we get into the ring, I mean, you have a decent amount of work, Tales from the Pandemic, Personal Pan. You edited Kilchella Ashcan. Uh, not only that, but you did a lot of press, too, you know, horror DNA and Comic-Con. James, let's get uh, to the basics of who you are and how you got into doing all of this. Yeah, so uh, it's it started in a in a cold winter night in February, thirty nine years. No, uh, like I, I always did com dug comics. I uh, I did press for twelve years um, between horror DNA and ComicCon.com, um, and I've always loved like talking about comics and like figuring that out. And like I kind of I went through a lot of everyone kind of went through a lot of shit in uh, uh, in twenty twenty during the pandemic. And like mm -hmm. twenty twenty one, I'm like I gotta like reevaluate some things and like I kind of put down the press hat after realizing I kind of like studied the craft for like a decade and like figuring out like what goes into a good comic. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like, I got to try to do some of this myself too. So um, I took a crack at, you know, with some encouragement some, with some friends and like, they're like, yeah, go ahead and do this. Go write some stuff, figure something out. And it's a matter of just doing it. Right. So like at first I was just kind of putzing around, but then I started to submit to some anthologies. I got into nightmare theater two um, with a fun story called going viral with uh, Sonya Kinsey um and uh you know started that and so i've been i've really only been writing comics for like a year and a half or almost wow. two years now but like now i'm you know i've gotten some shorts and then mm -hmm. got those under my belt and i'm like all right i want to do something bigger i want to take that step to do something a little more long form i've been working with dan Buxa to create a real slobber knocker so this is a uh, you know the first my first full-length comic book um it's really exciting for that and that's where we're we're you know the, the the big new project to kind of talk about i feel like every time you know when you talk to a creator it's like well what's next what's that i'm like well i'm kind of finishing this thing and we're gonna go on then then once then we'll talk about some other stuff but it's like getting into this and and um you know launching my first first kickstarter campaign it's mm -hmm. exciting it's it's terrifying but like it's also <laughs> one of those things where like i gotta do this right i gotta take this step like if i want to be serious about this i want to make comics I got to get out of that comfort zone and take this step. So that's what I'm excited for. That's awesome. We have a uh, Mr. Dark Phoenix joining us over on Twitch. Welcome to the stream. It's so nice to see you. So how did it feel taking that leap from covering comics to creating them? I mean, that had to have felt like awesome, you know, to finally get yeah. your own story out there after covering other people's stories for so long. Yeah. It, again, it was, it was scary because I think I used, I used press a lot as an excuse to not make comics i've always wanted to do them but like it was always a thing of like well there's always another book to review there's always another press release to to cover or anything like that and having that is like the the kind of crutch for a while and then i just had to kind of realize i took a sabbatical of sorts i was like i'm gonna go on hiatus for a little while i took like a month and that was like six weeks and then like three and a quarter and then i'm like all right it's been like six months i i think i'm done with this you know so it, it feels really exciting because like i've always heard about stuff about getting like Hey, I got new um, artwork in my inbox, and like mm -hmm. it, to get that those kind of that that this an unparalleled rush yeah. to get that when like when you see when you're like I don't know I'm thinking about this, um, and then you see it come through, and then an artist puts together something, and it's like it's always a million times better. By the way, like I've I've yet to be disappointed <laughs> in any shape or fashion. Like you know, especially honestly, I've met a lot of artists who are like. Hey, I want to, I'm like, I really like horror. I was like, awesome. I like to do horror too. I'm like, I'm thinking of a monster. Maybe it's like this. And then they come in with something completely out of the blue. Like something I never would have thought of. Like the, the monster that's in going viral in nightmare theater. I pitched to Sony. I was like, I don't know, maybe like a Cthulhu kind of thing, but like, that's kind of been done a million times. And she made this thing that was like all tentacles and eyeballs and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know where this came from. Like, I, I would have never thought about this in a million years, but mm -hmm. it's so 
ugly and gruesome and just like amazing. I'm like, that's, I that's what it. I want. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, you know, for me, like, when I commission, like, just little logos or, I, I feel so good. How does it feel to see your your passion, like, just develop into sequential art? I mean, it has to be unreal. Like, how, how do you, and yeah. how do you work with the artist? Do you let them kind of take the wheel and run with it, or do you want them to follow your vision? Well, a, a big part of it is, like, you want to find folks that, you know, are into what your story is and that, you know, lean into their strengths with stuff so it's like what are you interested in what kind of stuff do you want to a lot of my stuff has been more like horror or horror comedy kind of things and you know people love to draw monsters and that's mm -hmm. what's really cool of like it just yeah you could draw regular people and stuff but like to to be able to get in there and it's like all right just go nuts like i i said like i, I did a story with uh david escobar who i'm working with again um I, we worked together on a story called femme fatale and that was another one i was like i kind of want like a monster free reign here man like whatever you want to come up with and it was like some like scorpion demon kind of thing that came out and i was like cool like this works like i'm again nothing that i had like specifically mm -hmm. in there but to see it translated like that and letting them run free reign like that's that's the beauty of this collaborative medium kind of thing right like it's one thing like yeah i do write a full script but there's like plenty of room to work with the art, art artist like i'm never going to come back and be like oh that needs to be on the left side or something like that mm -hmm. because I, so I feel like I'm really like a, a laid back writer because I rarely have notes for stuff because I'm just like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, I'm so excited <laughs> um, because every every experience I've had so far has been like them and an artist taking it and really amplifying the words a million times. So that's, so that's awesome. what's so excited. Yeah. Yeah, th that is fantastic. How does it feel to make the, the, you know, the switch from horror to wrestling? Yeah. So that wrestling was something like I, I got back into wrestling in like 2018. Thanks to my brothers. Uh, my, my brother went, uh, wanted to go to his bachelor party and at a uh, wrestling, a WWE pay-per-view. So we went out to Pittsburgh to extreme rules in uh, 2018. Oh, that's so, cool. And I'm like, I had, I was a lapsed fan. I fell out for like 20 years and then I'm like, Oh, I'm back. Like I got it. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in this. Uh, so since I started writing, I'm like, I kind of, there's something really great about professional wrestling from a storytelling perspective mm -hmm. that I wanted to, do something with it and um an opportunity came up to pitch to an anth another anthology and i had worked with dan bucks uh, um on another short and another anthology and i knew he's a big wrestling fan too so i said like hey i had this idea for something do you want to pitch this together he was into it we started brainstorming designs all this other stuff and we pitched to this anthology and we got rejected and we're like damn you know, like we, we thought we had it. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, you get it. You're like, oh, like this, we're totally going to get into this thing. We got it. Like, of course they're going to pick us. And we got rejected. And we're like, well, that sucks. And then Dan reached out. He's like, what does do this anyway? Like, this mm -hmm. is really cool. There's something here. So like it went from, it was going to be five pages and then it expanded to 45 pages. And then I worked with James Powell as an editor and now it's a 90 page story and <laughs> doubled like, yes so like it really it brought out like the it let some stuff breathe and like get mm -hmm. like the most out of the en energy of the characters and stuff so now it's three issues 90 pages and that's what we're, we're going through first but like it, it, there's not like necessarily a horror element in this like there's there's some spooky designs a little later on in this and and we deal with some like great emotional stuff but like it was an, a chance to stretch different muscles right yeah. like so I'm like, all right, I think I have an idea of how to write a horror story. And I think I could make some, you know, fun moments and like comedic moments. But like, this is a little different. And it's like telling this story of like friendship and betrayal and just like uh, that energy through the mm -hmm. lens of, of professional wrestling. We have a Mr. Dark Phoenix saying, uh, love James's shirt and vibe. I'll know he'll go yeah. far and believe in his goal and comic. Uh, yeah, man, this, you know, wrestling for me. 
I want to say I was the biggest Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. I remember having a mullet when I was like 10 years old with a Stone Cold, <laughs> you know, 316, yep. the rattlesnake, That's watched him. every pay-per-view, got all the VHS tapes. And like, I don't know what it was for me. It's like, it's like the second I found out it wasn't real. I was talking to someone else about this the other day. It like was worse. It was a more devastating blow to me than it was finding <laughs> out Santa Claus wasn't real. Like, yeah. but that, you know, wrestling seems like it's the perfect fit because there's a story. There's yeah. always a story that you know reels you in whether it's about like a heel or some sort of ongoing conflict you know some bloodline you know feud um what's the story here we have uh two uh protagonists uh brett and yeah. uh jake brett who are two jake, best friends yeah. so yeah. uh what so the, I, oh, go ahead. yeah and, and you hit the nail on the head in terms of the storytelling aspect like you know like yeah we we know it's fake now like we get it you know but like it's it's storytelling mm -hmm. is the is the key there and it's and you you get invested in characters and you want to see it and there's some areas where you're like I know what's going to happen at the end of this story. Like someone's going to win this title. Something's going to happen, but you still are so invested in that journey that you want to see it come through. So yeah. that's, that's the kind of energy we're trying to bring to a real slobber knocker. So we're, we're following two, two main characters here, Brett and Jake, they're best friends for, you know, as, as long as they can remember, but they were really bonded over pro wrestling. That was their, their like, you know, what brought them together um, as kids. And then they come up together through the indie wrestling circuit as a tag team called the new kicks. And they're kind of like figuring out who they are, and they finally get this big break. They're getting into the major leagues um, in, an or in a mythical, you know, myth not mythical, uh, you know, fictional organization called the mm -hmm. uh, GAW in here. And um, something happens, and you know, I'm not going to spoil that, but like something happens is going to really split them apart. And you know, not not a spoiler in terms of where the book goes, but ultimately it's going to lead to the biggest match of their lives against Ooh. each other. So that's key. So like, and we foreshadow that on the very first page. So that's why like I'm very comfortable talking about that because like the literally the very first page we show them fighting each other, and it's like that's like that journey is is like all right. We know it's gonna get to that point, but like how how does these these friends who are laughing and having all this fun get into such a deep seated rivalry? And that's what I'm we're gonna unpack with this story. So uh, this is a one issue of three, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yeah, we're planned for three issues. So this first issue is really the rise of the new kicks. And we're going to culminate with that big event that, that I mentioned. I love I love the yeah. name of the new kicks, yeah. too. So what were some of your favorite wrestlers, you know, from your, your favorite eras? Uh, so, like, I mean, I grew up during the Attitude Era. So, I mean, it's like, you know, all, always when, like, your parents would walk in at the most inappropriate time. Oh, the so, like, Degeneration so, like, X? Degeneration <laughs> X. I'm like, I'm like 10, 11 years old and I'm telling people to suck it. Um, you know, people are getting, you know, Rikishi's giving people stink face. Is like mm -hmm. it was it was a whole mess there but uh uh you know back then like i was a big razor ramon guy scott hall like his his stuff was just like the coolest dude in the world was him, bro you know? the, the dudley yeah. brothers oh no 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 cool no razor ramon scott hall he was in the he was in the nwo and the uh well no i was, I was, I was saying oh, the yeah. dudley brothers oh, they were crazy oh, yeah. too they were too uh, yes and, uh, and the hardys when, definitely yeah when he power bombed uh the i forgot her name aunt may or eight, something eight, like that. Yeah, oh yeah, May Young, May Young. Yes, yes, through a table. <laughs> and eighty year old woman who's gonna go through a table. But yeah. The guy's just like, that Oh my god, she's broken. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. That cut and then the Hardy brothers too, who are still going. They were on TV last yes. night. I mean <laughs> Yes, it's wild. I, they seem a little ragged though. Maybe They're a I'm little slower. Rude. Yeah, a but, little ring rust on them. But you know what? Like that crowd exploded when Jeff ooh. Hardy ran out yesterday. We so, all did like, swanton bombs on it. trampolines, that's, you know? Oh, 100 percent yeah so like that's those are my guys back then like now i'm i'm a big finn balor fan mm -hmm. um i love what he's done um you know becky lynch i'm a big fan of as well um and then like there's a lot of folks in like aew that i'm just like loving what that organization's done too so like i'll watch both aew and wwe to kind of like 
you know, pick up everything. So there's a, there's, a, there's a lot to enjoy in the pro wrestling space right now. I think right now it's a perfect time. We need to step inside the ring and check out this Kickstarter. So give me a few yeah. seconds and we're going to switch right over there. Be sure to check it out with us. And if you're able to back, we would love to see that. But if not, simply putting this wherever you can. Uh, word of mouth is 100% free, costs nothing to do. So let me get that link dropped in all these chats. Streaming on seven different platforms. Uh, this is a big one and it's going off without a hitch. I could not be more happier. Awesome. Streaming in all good. 720p too. Mm. That crisp <laughs> clarity. I used it was 360 at like for 347 interviews leading up to this point, and it was nauseating. Once I found out, I was like, "Oh my god, what have I been doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so, James, first and foremost, yep. congratulations uh, at $2,335 of a $1,000 goal. 96 backers and 17 days left to go with Project We Love. Your first campaign, man. How do you feel? I feel ecstatic. So the, the campaign was, was uh, we launched at WrestleMania weekend. So that oh, was perfect. what I was, I'm like, I put the marketing hat on for this one. I was like, you know what? Like where the book, I, you know, the book is not fully illustrated yet. Dan is, is still working through some of the pages, but I said like, we can't miss this date. You know, like we mm -hmm. got, we have seven pages that are on the Kickstarter here. We've got both covers available and it's like, we have a, more than enough for people to understand that we're serious. So like, let's, let's strike then, you know, WrestleMania It's like, it doesn't get bigger than that when it comes to the pro wrestling space. So yeah. we got to do it then. So, and we funded in seven hours. I was like, so excited to see, like, you know, it's one of those things I understand. I had to, I launched it during WrestleMania. So I had something else to do because mm -hmm. otherwise I was just obsessively refreshing the page over and over again. <laughs> and like, I understand it now. I get it now. You know, you launched the campaign and like, I'm still doing it now. I'm like, I have a reference. It's been like 20 minutes. I could refresh the page again. Like what's going on. Uh, but yeah, so it's really, really excited. I'm, I could not be happier with the, you know, the, the funding so far. And like, you know, we're, we're so close to, to a hundred backers that I'm like, that's like the new goal of like trying to, trying to hit that. Mm -hmm. How's it? So your first time crowdfunding, I mean, you're not really stressing out too much or, you know, kind of dealing, you know, how, how's that feeling for you? I heard, you know, often the first day and the last day are the biggest, you know, jumps. So you have that plateau in the middle, you know, how, how are you dealing with that? So I think it, it's, it's been trying to uh, find unique things to do. So because like the book isn't fully illustrated just yet, it's a matter then of realizing, all right, well, how, how else can I market this? Because typically mm -hmm. what I would do is just send people the PDF and go like, let's talk about this. But since I don't have that specifically to do it it had it created a lot of unique opportunities so one of them was dan cut a promo for the book like wrestling is half in the ring the other half are people talking on the mic i think i seen dan, that video on twitter right oh my god it was he great yeah, it yeah, so he hard he was it was amazing and he was he was like big bucks coming at you with this and i'm like i'm like this is amazing i'm like now i gotta do one so like now i i went and cut a promo and then he's cutting another one and then our buddy matt sumo got it and he's like i'm gonna cut one and tell people to. and it's a lot of fun cutting a promo for something because like you know you just you just kind of like you know some of it was like off the mic some of it is like you know all right i got to make sure i hit these kind of points with stuff but like that was like something we got we got some traction for that like i just i talked about my experience with the um with the kickstarter platform why i'm doing this like what's going into this dan was sharing some like really cool artwork that he's done like he sketched like some phenomenal uh, uh wrestlers mm -hmm. uh he did one just yesterday with Sw of swerve Str swerve strickland um that and like his stuff it's like this is like perfect example of like what's going into this book is this guy who's like you know e e you know breathing wrestling and seeing this stuff firsthand and it's like 
great stuff to see what what's that's kind of the energy that we're bringing to this comic and you can see that on full display i love the knee pads are is that like a little nod to uh degeneration x <laughs> i think it's more of a subconscious happy, one yeah but yeah it's it's uh you know dan, dan shared some uh designs of what he did like he he, he put together about four or five different designs for mm -hmm. uh the, the gear work for these for these guys and like they were kind of like close we're like all right this is something this is something and then this one just really kicked you know, like clicked together with everybody yeah. and i think they have x's and o's on their knee pads actually so i love kinda, that like there yeah i love that a ton and then this is uh, a cover by pete right yeah, Pete Collins did our variant cover, and what's, what was awesome with this, like we we, I'm not like a huge variant cover guy, so I was like, I don't really know how to do this. What should I look out for? And he said, like, well, we got to find an artist that's into wrestling too, and like we're you know we're friends with, and like we talked with Pete forever. You could see in my like uh, my uh, avatar picture there on Kickstarter. He my, did my oh, business too. card too. I'm sure he did, he did everybody's. It's yeah, great. Yeah, he he he's a phenomenal. Yeah, he's he's like seven artists in one. Like yeah. he's his styles are great. If you're at the Bardic versus, like that thing is like he he switches styles all the time and it's amazing. So I reached out to him and we're like, this is the book. He read through the script a few times and said, so like, we're open to like any options. And he had this brilliant idea to do um homages to old pro wrestling illustrated comic or uh, magazines. And that's where this came from. And like Dan and I saw it and we're just like lost our minds. Like, this is so cool. Um, and like, like definitely cemented him as like the variant cover artist for the rest of the book, because like the <laughs> characters grow and change. There's different, mm -hmm. you know, phases for them in the next two issues. So it's going to be great to see what Pete does for the variant covers for the, for the book moving forward. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And he did this so fast. Like he was, he was like, I got this idea and like, just like plowed through it. So like, I couldn't believe how quickly he put it together. And these interiors are gorgeous as well. If you guys are watching on the Keeping and Geekly side of things, we had these on an image slideshow for you during our chat. But uh, now everybody should have the opportunity to see this large inn in charge. So we see them kind of going throughout the, the years, you know, learning how to be wrestlers here. Yeah, yeah. So that that's like the the you know <coughs> training grounds there. They're getting mm -hmm. in there clearly in over their heads with uh, some of the folks that they come into contact with. But you know <laughs> they love it. They're they're it's that's energy like they have to do this. This is following a dream, and they have to see this through. So despite like literally being thrown over the ropes, like over the top you know rope with things, they're like we're gonna keep chucking along. Like they're in this in this page here. I love Dan putting a guy in this in the stands who's sleeping. Like like that that's like you know they don't care. Like yet they're still approaching mm -hmm. this with this energy but like we're gonna do this we're gonna kick ass um but you know they're still gonna get their butts kicked until they kind of figure out who they are and what they're trying well, to that's, do. well that's that's the thing if uh you know i was just watching a video i don't know what it was about the algorithm but it was this wrestler and he, he he's like known for really overselling things like when he gets finished he like really sells that he's hurt and everything <laughs> uh and he was talking about how that's not done a lot and i like how it's shown here like they're so about this they're selling it even when the crowd's not even into it yeah and that's hard to do right that's hard to be motivated to do that knowing that you're not going to probably get the outcome that you want yeah, I think you. There's definitely like a feeding off the crowd with with wrestling. Like we you know when the crowd's into it. Like the the worst thing that can happen to a wrestler is there's no reaction. Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing to get booed, it's one thing to get cheered, but if there's just crickets, like oh, that's that's rough, you know. So they're they're despite the the lack of energy with some of the crowds, they're approaching this and really like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna give it our all, um, and and really like you know get the most out of this and and figure out what who they are. And that's what like you see in this page is like cycling through a bunch of like silly gimmicks that are in yeah, here yeah uh, yeah and and this was fun i re i told dan i was like let's do anything like there's ridiculous gimmicks that pop through i said and they're, they're, they're teachers they're clowns they're they're doctors like i've been to some local indie shows and like literally it's like their gimmicks are like italian guy 
mental patient. Yeah. And it's like, like that's that's all they did. There's no there's no character. It's just like, oh man, this guy's escaped from the mental asylum. Like, okay. Um, so that's them like kind of cycling through different ideas. And and Dan really just like went to town for that and just like really invented some really cool uh gimmicks that are that kind of show just how crazy wrestling can be. You know, there have been clown wrestlers, mm-hmm. there have been doctor wrestlers, you know. This is I just yeah. love these interiors as well. I mean, did uh so how was it? Uh was there any tri- uh, trials and tribulations with like drawing all this action, you know, jumping off the ropes, all this fight sequencing? Uh, it just seems like it'd be a pretty complex situation to set up. Well, what's what's really fun about writing a wrestling comic is that there's tons of uh reference material. So, like anything I could think of, I was like, I like I don't know, like a really cool kick off the top rope. Like I could google it and find like 10 videos showing something um, and so any time I had an idea for a move or something like that, I could find a great video showing exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, I remember this match, this, something happened here and I'm like Googling for like, you know, thumbnails or something like that. Um, but as I said, Dan's a big wrestling guy too. So like he's, he's seen definitely his fair share of, of these matches. So he knows like what goes into this and like how to, how to pump up a crowd for something like that. So he's brought this like energy. Like I love that page, particularly like that drop kick and like that, those, that like uh, big super kick there. It's just like. Like you could feel that, like, all right, the crowd is getting pumped up. Like, this is what we're into. And you can see in the Jumping background, the there's a lot too. more folks. Yeah. Like, the movement in that is phenomenal. Yeah. And, like, so Dan, Dan's, like, I've worked with Dan before. And, like, his work here is just, like, on a whole new level for what he's doing. I'm so excited to see, like, for other for everyone else to see what he's he's got coming in here. So let's go through some of these tiers. I mean, these interiors are absolutely gorgeous. For everyone watching, right here is the link to check this out with us. Like I said, if you can't back, simply putting this wherever you can works just as well. Uh, we have uh, actually Oblivia over on Keeping a Geekly's Twitch, uh, throwing in some hype. And Mama Geekly saying that's a cool idea, wrestling comic. The illustrations are great. Yes, my mom loves to hop. And thank you so much for swinging in, Mom. I appreciate it. Uh, so we have the uh, digital edition of this for just six bucks. Uh, and uh, how many pages in total is this going to be? Yeah. So it's 28 pages of story is what we have for the first issue. And then we have the deluxe digital edition at eight. So what else is going to be involved with this uh, deluxe version? Yeah. So we're going to put the full script in there as well as all the Dan's designs for the characters, uh, some of the sketches and stuff. So you could see exactly like how we went from the script to the design, to the thumbnails, to mm-hmm. the um, the finished work. So Dan does both the, the pencils and the... Uh, colors for this book as well that's awesome and it's it's gorgeous too i love i love his work the color palettes the usage of it it's just it's it's high octane you know and that's exactly yeah. what you want from wrestling so yeah, I, the- I've, I've been a fan of dan's for years i i when, when one of the my first exposure to him he did a he drew a book called howl that was a werewolf comic and i i've never seen someone draw a werewolf like him before or since and i'm like this guy's amazing like so like i had no idea who he was at the time mm-hmm. but i was like this is so cool and then like you know fast forward and i'm just like blown away that i get a chance to work with him so it's it's really exciting and then we have uh the physical edition of this starting mm-hmm. at 12 so i mean an outstanding price right there for the actual physical copy and then you do uh you get a the deluxe digital with this too yeah, yeah. So wow. what I like, what I like with it is like, I if you get the physical, I want you to get the digital copy mm-hmm. as well. Like, yes, it is, it is more expensive for that. Um, I appreciate folks uh, taking the time to, you know, to throw in for a, a physical copy. The least I could do is throw in the PDF as well, uh, because yes, it's more expensive than what you would get if you went to the local comic shop. Uh, but you're helping us make this, so I want to try to give as much as I can with that kind of stuff. That's awesome, though. That is, I, I love that a lot. And then we have the physical edition variant cover at twenty five. So this is uh, the mm-hmm. pizza cover. 
Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so you can get Pete's cover for a little extra. Um, that's the variant that we're gonna have for the for the yeah, book, right and there. then there's a yeah, that's the Pro Wrestling Illustrated kind of uh, uh, homage there. So you can get Dan's standard cover um, or uh, Pete's, or you know, spoiler alert for the next uh, uh, pledge level, both. <laughs> so at 33 these are some outstanding prices for your first campaign man for real i i really think these uh prices are like phenomenal uh and a real big bang for your buck especially this next one too you get uh, a commission from dan for just 125 so it's just like anything that the the you know the the backer wants or is there certain stipulations to it yeah, it's it's basically like a it's a black and white uh, standard commission, um, usually single character. Although Dan, Dan's pretty flexible with a lot of stuff. I mean, he's not going to draw you like a you know a whole landscape with a bunch of mm -hmm. stuff. But if you looked at some of the things that he shared um, recently, and, and I, we shared some in a previous update as well, like he did some great. Um, uh, illustrations for like FTR, which is a great tag team, um, and some other folks. Uh, you can see like what's going on. I think at the uh, it's like one of the previous ones. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Nope, which sorry, one you're, you're, those my, are the designs. Um, but uh, yeah, so like it, it it could be a superhero, it could be a you know a monster, it could be a, a wrestler, things like that. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. There's Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, he's got he so like Dan Dan does like some phenomenal work but this is the you know the caliber of what you'd expect from the this is cool too i really like this yeah and then orange it, cassidy on it on his shirt too <laughs> yes that he's what he's one of my favorites too he's like a he he's uh his his um when he's introduced he's from wherever weighing whatever he's mm -hmm. he's like very like laid back he wrestles half the time with his uh, hands in his pockets yeah this um, is and there's gorgeous F, and there's ftr so we had we had three commissions available for dan and they went really quick um, so he, he added two more. So there's, there's still one left, um, available. And with that, you get the commission itself. He'll say it's a physical commission. So not like a, uh, just a digital one. Um, and then you also will get both covers of the book, um, and the digital. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Some awesome, awesome tears here. Let's go ahead and just make sure we get them all, you yep. know, 250 become a wrestler in the comic. So is this going to be like, they're going to be wrestling up against the, the you know, these two or. Yeah, so you see, there's That's a there's awesome. a few already wrestlers that like they come up against, and there's there's still a few more that um you know there's other spots available. So if you want to be in the comic, you can. Um, and then what we're gonna actually update this, so this will be a little announcement, but like we're gonna give you the page that you're on as well. So like the um we're gonna so that'll be you know as an announcement, <laughs> everybody keep it a geekly uh, exclusive Ooh. there. But uh we've uh yeah you'll get the the actual page of the artwork that you appear on so if you're in the so if you cool. go throw down for that uh you know you get there and, and dan's work like i actually have one of his pages hanging up right here too um you know you, you'll get that page and uh you know in addition to the com the, the both covers and the digital copy too and you're in the and book then, you know like yeah and, yeah and, and to clarify too it's not like you know it's like oh hey here, here's this picture of me and i'm just like huh, and i'm like in the comic like no you know he'll work with you in terms of like all right what do you want to look like how do you what do you want to how do you want to appear in the comic book <laughs> you know, so if you have an idea and you're like, I want to have like face paint or I want to do something like that, we'll make you look cool. We're not going to make anyone anyone look dorky in the book. I love that. That is awesome. So right there is the campaign in its entirety. Let's go ahead and pivot back to our original screen. So for anyone that might be on the ropes, you know, you know, stuck on the turnbuckle, what would you like to say to them to kind of help get them off and to get them back in this project? Yeah. So I mean, look, if whether you're a, a, a wrestling fan, new or old, um, you know, hey, hey, Parker, that's my that's my seven year old here. Um, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, new or old, like there's something really great about professional wrestling, and um, you know, it, it, the the beauty of it is still there. That's what I, that's what I want to stress is that like that's that that energy. So if you mm -hmm. feel if you remember watching it as a kid, if you remember passing it by, you're like that looks great, or you saw some guy jump off the top rope and do a swanton bomb or something like that. 
that's the that's the lifeblood of this comic that's what we put into it from the script to the artwork to the to the covers everything that's in there is fueled by that energy so uh you know consider that when when looking at backing the campaign because that's that's what we're looking to put on full display with this book that's so awesome so i know we mentioned there being two more issues to come in the future but outside of this what else are you working on in 2023 yeah so i had a short in uh tales from the, Pandem- tales from the pandemic uh which is a, a mixtape that uh, mario and candelari mando mario candelari i can't speak now mario candelaria put together um it's uh it's now it will be in comic stores um in early may now from band of bards and um i had a short mario asked me to join him for uh one short it's in there so we have i have one there that we uh we did with um uh laura helsby and uh leslie adelansky which is really fun um to kind of play in that sandbox uh it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a twilight zone vibe to it and um so we have that coming up there's um and then we're also with Mario uh, and two other friends of ours, uh, Phil, Phil Butehorn and um, uh, Matt Sumo, we're working on a, a pizza-themed anthology. Oh, that's the so four cool. of us. And um, so I have a story that I wrote called Personal Pan that Darren Vogt um, illustrated. He's almost done illustrating. And, like, I, again, that excitement of bringing a story to life, like, Darren's artwork is just so full of energy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I see stuff and I'm just like, I can't, like, like, I was very excited for the story. I was very happy with the story, but then like to see the energy and life that like Darren pumps into his artwork. It's just like, I am so blown away by it and it's, <laughs> it's so exciting. So I'm like, Oh my God. Like, so I'm very excited to get through a real slobber knocker to like, you know, get that out there, get, get a Kickstarter campaign under my belt, like officially running it like that. After backing how many, like to... almost 1200. Yes. <laughs> yes. Quite a, quite a few. So yeah, I, I like, that's why like, I have an idea of what works. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I have been in quite a few of my, and it's funny cause I was explaining this to my wife the other day and she's like, wait, how many and how much does it cost? I was like, don't worry. It's been over the course of years. It's not like, it's like, I'm just like, Poof. it's <laughs> you a know? tax write off. It's, it's yeah. for educational purposes. Yeah. You know, it's all research now. So I think that works. Um, yeah, so that, that's the something that's in the wings for, for later in the year mm-hmm. is to, to really get that um, uh, to, you know together and printed because uh, each of us wrote a story in this uh, book and we're going to um, uh, you know put it all together as this kind of pizza themed uh, anthology that we've got. That is so awesome. That. that is awesome. So yeah. James, we come to one of my favorite parts of the show and that's where I get to ask you for a little bit of advice for anyone looking to make their big first major debut. And with that being said, you know, what would what would you offer them? If you could maybe go back to when you first started and you could offer yourself, you know, just what helped you the most, what would you say? Uh, you got to start. Like, you know, that's what it comes down to. It's going to be scary. It's going to be intimidating. But, like, write something. Put something on the page. And it doesn't have, it does, it's not going to be perfect to start. Uh, my buddy Phil calls it a puke draft when he first starts writing something. <laughs> it's just like, just get it out. Mm-hmm. Get it out of your head. Because... I spend all this time asking people, well, how do you start? How do you do this? And like, no, you just got to start. That's the thing. It's the scariest thing. And it becomes easier over time because the the most intimidating thing is writing. And like, it's just starting that. And like, you're staring at a blank page. So if you just start writing, sometimes it could just be like stream of conscious. And that's what like a lot of the notes that I have before I start scripting is just like, what about this? And like, it's literally me asking questions of myself. Like I'm the only one reading this, you know, but like, I'm like, what about this? Or like, no, we need something here. How can we do that? And kind of writing it all out there. And then you start to pick it apart and go, Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And then you have an outline and then you can write, you know, you get a script going, but the best thing you got to start. 
it's scary. I feel so targeted right now. <laughs> I feel so targeted because I'm that guy. I'm that guy who kept doing like, hey, why not? You know, let's get James on. I got some time. Could have definitely sat down and wrote something because I've been wanting to get something out too. And I keep like just taking on more and more. And it's maybe I'm subconsciously just preventing myself from doing it. It's like when you said that earlier, I'm like, son of a gun. Is that me? Like, <laughs> look, it's. I, I'm not, I didn't mean to, to guilt you with that by any stretch. It's like, I, it's, it's, it, look, we're all having fun. That's the thing. Like, you know, as, as long as you're still getting that enjoyment, you're like, yeah, let's just pumped. I want to do all these things. Like, this is perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with this at all. Um, you know, but it can't hurt sometimes. Just, you know, you carve out like 10 minutes. You got an idea. Like I have literally a, one document in Google docs that I just write down. It's a bullet pointed list of premise ideas. And sometimes I have no idea what the hell any of that meant. But like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to write something down. But like all of those are seeds for ideas mm -hmm. and all of those are things that I could come back to now. Like once, once Slobberknocker wraps up, I'm like, all right, what's the next thing I want to start to, to write again? That's what I'm going to start to mind for. I'm like, all right, we'll pick apart this and see what's going on. But you got to start somewhere. And that's what's really fun about it. I love that. I love that. So James, before we let you go though, what are you watching? What are you reading? You know, what are you playing? If you play games, you know, what type of media are you consuming outside of uh, your own comic? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm doing uh, a lot of so like I had to get cameos from both of my kids clearly. So this is all over <laughs> here. Um, they uh, I so watching. I'm trying to keep up to date with um, with Succession. That's back now on on HBO, and I I love how horrible all of those people are, but yet I still root for them sometimes. And like I I'm very conflicted by how I feel about it because mm -hmm. it's like it's like they're all competing over who's least horrible in every week. <laughs> I love but that. But that's, that's been a, a big one. And I've been also going back and watching the original um, Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. Oh, it's so like, good. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, like, that's it, like, it's just it. The, every time that theme song, it's that's like the one theme song I will never skip. I'm just like mm -hmm. rocking out immediately to that. In case you can't tell, like, I'm, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. There we go. I can't see you from that way. Um, a big Spider-Man fan. So, like, that just brings me back. Um you know wholeheartedly from, after the show uh, i'm gonna have to show you i have my iron spider up there i it, it was like my big like i got caught up on editing it, it cost like 80 bucks i was like this is my big like once i get this done i can buy this yes uh, and I'll show you. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we have Cypher Kid walks in like he owns a joint. My kids too. I, like I have to, I have to bribe my daughter. Like, hey, I will pay you. Like, if if there's an like emergency interview or something, like I'll pay you ten bucks. Like, keep them, you know, entertained upstairs. Yeah. Uh, but I'll still have a kid like be like right here, and yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, they don't no, care. No, and they're they're like, Dad, Dad. I'm like, yeah. bro. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's really funny? I have the light switch for this room for some reason. The way the the house was set up is outside of this. So there are times I've locked this door. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. I'll be in the middle of a phone call, like a Zoom call or something mm -hmm. like this. And I'm, I'm, and I'm like, just focusing. <laughs> I'm trying to like do this. And then the lights start going off and on because I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> trying to get my attention. And I'm like, I'm trying to do work here, guys. What's going on? <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. I think right now is the perfect time for us to hop off before we have any more interruptions. So with that being <laughs> said, guys, right here is the link for the last time. Be sure to back this if you can Put it wherever you can. Word of mouth is 100% free. I hope you all have a lovely Thursday, but most importantly, guys, keep it geekly.